0: This show was created for you, the broken Catholic who's pushing to get your spouse, your kids, and yourself to heaven. Wherever you are in your spiritual journey, you're just one surrender prayer away. Today, my featured guest is Nate Bailey. Nate Bailey is a best-selling author, speaker, coach, and entrepreneur. Nate works with professionals to help them work through the issues or sticking points that continue to hold them back in life, as well as open them up to the possibilities in their life that they are not able to see on their own. We call those blind spots. You know, the thing you don't know, you don't know, but it's running your entire subconscious. Yeah. That's those things that the St. Paul in the Bible speaks about, why do I do the things that I don't want to do? And I don't do the things that I want to do. It's this internal battle. So that's what Nate helps you with. Uh, He has run several successful businesses, played collegiate football, completed a deployment to Kuwait in support of Operation Iraqi Freedom as a first lieutenant in the U.S. Army, and constantly pushes himself physically and mentally through events like Seal Fit Kokoro Camp, a 50-plus-hour event with no sleep modeled after U.S. Navy SEAL Hell Week. Now, Nate is married with three children, uh, and you can find him at natebailey.org, natebailey.org. Nate, welcome to Broken Catholic, number one podcast on iTunes for Protestants and Catholics. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you?
1: Hey, I appreciate you um, having me here, and uh, yeah, there's not a ton of gaps there, but um, yes, entrepreneur. I was in the insurance business at an insurance brokerage for over around 14 years, and I was deployed kind of for about a year and a half in between there, on the CrossFit gym, still own. Uh, multiple in, uh, rental property investments, uh, investment properties across the country. And but what I really do full time and have for the past three years now, sold my agency back in February of 18. So just about three full years here um, to do what I do today, which is work with entrepreneurs and business owners and and help them to lead the life that they truly you know feel like kind of what you said, right? We we all have the idea of the life that we want to live. And sometimes it's it's hard to get us to get there on our own or to, to do the things we know we should. And so I guess that's my job as a coach to help them to do that. That's awesome, brother. Before
0: we get into your story, take a minute
1: and share something personal
0: about you that very few people in your business life actually know.
1: Oh, man. Um, well, like a fun fact or what? Sure. Embarrassing, humiliating. <laughs> well, know. so when I, uh, back back in the day, I guess, 1994, when I graduated high school, went to, from a small town in northern Wisconsin uh, to the big city, right, to to the Twin Cities, Minneapolis, uh, to play community college football, junior college football. And, uh, you know, so we would go out to the dance clubs and because we were 18, and that's what you do when you're 18. And uh, we went there. It was Prince's. Uh, club so Prince was still pretty big back at that day obviously before he passed and, and uh, it was called Quest but regardless uh, you know, we're there and they start handing out these tickets to certain people because there's this upper level of the club that was like private and uh, Prince was shooting a video that night so it was like two or three of my roommates um, went up there and I guess we a part of a Prince video so I can say I was in a Prince video so that's a fun uh, little fact about me that
0: that many people know so i that's pretty awesome dude yeah it was pretty cool
1: it was pretty crazy yeah
0: i know cool. i i probably would be putting that out there in the world more but that's just me <laughs> that's awesome brother all right let's get into your story so um take us back to like uh young adult or childhood actually let's start there and what kind of family were you raised in was there faith was there spirituality religion what did that look like kind of paint us a, a quick picture of growing up um you know back then yeah
1: yeah you bet so well my mom started so my mom divorced like before i even knew who my dad was right so maybe a year year and a half old somewhere in there and my father was my biological father was just not a part of my life at all Mm. um and uh so i lived we lived with my grandparents my mom's parents and then she's got two brothers and so my grandfather my grandmother you know my, my grandfather was really uh kind of that father figure for me someone that i really looked up to extremely high character high integrity um morals values and mm. uh so it was he was definitely a good person to have in my life and, and my uncles were kind of there for me too but we uh, my mom chose to to move up to northern wisconsin which is where i happen to be right now um th- to get out of the city, I guess, you know, she's just not a city person. And so she moved up there, it was just me and her. She got remarried shortly after that, if, let's say within a, a year or two. And uh, to my stepfather, who's really been my dad, um, they're still married to this day. And, and uh, you know, that's been over 30 years now, I think. So, um, but faith was not a big part of my life. We would kind of go to church very on and off sporadically there was a point where they they uh some things happened for them that they looked i think to as as works of god which i'm sure it was and so then they kind of committed to go to church for a while and then they got turned off by church they were committing financially what they could and i think they were starting to get a few calls from the church to you know asking them if they could you know give a little bit more than they were and that really turned them off and I could, I guess, I could kind of see it from the church's standpoint, being in a very small town, very hard to make it, and uh, and so. But regardless, it, yeah, it wasn't really a conversation in our life. I would say that my family was like, you know, from a moral or value standpoint, was very, very strong. Right, mm-hmm. right. We had. We had dinner together at the table um, every, every night at like five or five thirty, and And uh, you were expected to be there and it was important part of our life. And, um, but yeah, as far as God being a part of that or a part of the conversation, not very much. So, mm. so it's, that really did affect me and, and, and my path and my journey, of course. Um, so I've been kind of left to figure it out on my own. Right. so it's been an interesting one for me my wife uh thankfully is is uh it was much more of a part of her she was raised catholic and we've been married now for 19 years um going on 20 in september of this year um she went to catholic school for a time Uh, we got married in the catholic church and and uh we did leave the catholic church and uh, we 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 go to i guess what you'd say a little bit more of a mega uh, non-denominational christian church in in rochester but um, faith was much more a part of her life. And so I've, I've looked at her to help me in my journey as well. So.
0: Mm, got it. Thank you for painting us a pretty clear picture. Yeah. Now you said uh, God not being part of your childhood uh, definitely affected you. Can you tell us more about that? How'd that show up?
1: Yeah, I think, well, I mean, definitely made some decisions that i um, not proud of that. But I, w- I would yeah, it would be hard to argue that if God wasn't a part of my life, that could have guided me a little bit differently. But um, I guess more so what I was really saying is just I didn't have that background. You know, I went to Sunday school uh, on and off at the times that we would go. So I had a little bit, I was kind of familiar with some of the stories in the Bible. But as far as a journey, I didn't really have anyone that stepped into my life and that spiritual mentor, and I probably wasn't really looking for it until really recently within the last five years of mm-hmm. my life. Um, but yeah, so I just, I didn't really know. I didn't have someone really talking to me about the importance of it. I think I would see it. I think I always kind of believed, right? But then again, I had questions too and wasn't really, I, did, I guess I would say that I, I didn't have that conviction of, that I've seen in some that mm. are like, man, yeah, it's like, this is, this is for real. Christ is, is my Lord and savior. And and there's just no doubt. I've always, I've always looked to people that have that conviction and uh, kind of um, I've looked up to that. I've kind of wanted that. Right. And, mm. but not knowing how to get it. Um, so I guess that's kind of what I mean um, mm. when I say that. That could 100%. be
0: frustrating, right? Seeing something that you want, but don't knowing the steps to attain it or achieve it. Now, why, yeah. if we fast forwarded um, all the way to, you said about five years ago, that shifted for you. And now that's become more of a priority in your life, um, just growing spiritually. Uh, a little bit about you, though, you know, BC Nation, like Nate is, he's a badass. When it comes to physical events, (laughs) physical conditioning of his body, he's running 100Ks, 50Ks, triathlons, doing SEAL training type courses, just beating the heck out of his physical self to, to, I guess, to dominate and master and discipline his physical person. However, we know we're body, mind, and spirit. And on my business show, I get to speak with a lot of guests that have dominated their their mental game, um, really just growing and learning business guys, strategists, all this stuff. And they've achieved great successes at that. However, we're a third part, right? We're spiritual beings. And so often I find, I see that's the least priority to most of us. It's the thing we work on the least or the last, uh, in our lives. Has that been the case for you? I'm just curious. And if so, why and and what has changed?
1: Yes, I would, I would say it's, it's been the case for me. Um, again, recently it's just like, you know, when I said, I still don't, I'm still not that person with that conviction that I talked about. Um, but I have been searching more and I definitely know that, you know, as you, as you are kind of talking about some of the things that I've done physically, right. Like, what would it look like? What's the question for me is what would it look like if I did pour myself into um, finding more out about that and my journey with God? Um, I have been more, I have in the last past five years, you know, what happened, I was just in a place where maybe from the outside looking in, it looked like things were going all right, but I was struggling my relationships and my marriage wasn't showing up for as a father, the way I would really want to. I had multiple businesses going on at the CrossFit gym, the investment properties, the insurance brokerage, but not, I wasn't, you know, just like stretched too thin. Right. Not really crushing it. in any one of them mm. um, was significantly overweight at the time and um, just got to a point where I was like, man, I, I, I just, this isn't working and I don't know what to do and so that's what led me down the path that i'm on today inside of the coaching world is you know i invested in myself i didn't really know that that world existed and it was through investing in that and surrounding myself with some other folks that were on a similar journey uh where you know i've i have some a group of, of men that that we've been on um a journey together on and off over the last five years of of staying connected, doing some Bible study, doing reading some books, and 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 through like a messaging app, we would stay connected and, and talk about it and share things that are going on in our life. Um, been to a few marriage retreats with my wife, uh, probably three or four over the last five years, um, that were all Christian-based. A few through our church that they put on, and one other one that was separate from the, our church. Um, so I've definitely haven't been doing nothing. I've definitely been more intentional inside, inside of that part of my life. I, I have a, I reached out to a friend that's very spiritual and maybe doesn't have it have and, you know, but maybe he's lacking some of the other areas of his life. Right. But he's, he's mm-hmm. very strong spiritual person. And so I definitely looked at him and reached out to him. To, and so we have conversations um, so that I can continue down that path and that journey, we're part of a small group very recently, which COVID definitely affected our faith and our, our journey as a family too, which is interesting. I don't know how much you've had a conversation on podcasts with that, but, you know, very connected. And then churches shut down and it was interesting. It's been interesting to see how that's affected my journey, our family's journey, um, trying to stay connected, but not being the same, you know, especially with our small group, we were meeting together in person tried to do it through the Zoom. And I really kind of, I don't know. It just wasn't working for me. So I've, that I've, I've disconnected from that. My wife has stayed plugged into it. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I kind of forget where I was going with this, but that's, no, just, that's good. Yeah.
0: So how long have you been disconnected from, um, that's that faith
1: community? Uh, the small group that we had. Yeah.
0: Or just yeah, church I, in know, general
1: or, um, well, really probably since the church has shut down. So, so we'll about watch. nine months. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. You know, it's not completely severed, but but yeah. Yeah. Last nine months.
0: Thank you for being real about some books
1: and and uh but I really need I I keep saying this to myself, right? But I think it's a a question too of like where do you start? But I think that can be uh that can be an excuse too, right? (laughs) I mean, because many times the answer is just to start somewhere, pick it and figure it out. Um
0: if you were to start something, just pick something and take an action. What would what would be the action you would take?
1: I would really like to get more into the word of the actual Bible. Yeah. And you know, I do. I've read a few. I'm reading one right now called "Seal of God." Right, so interesting stories. Yeah, I seem to be searching out stories of people that that have been down a similar path and figured it figured it out for them. And this is kind of that similar story of a, you know, again, I have some connections to some seals. I have them on my podcast. I went through seal fit. Right. So I was in the military. Uh, so I really, I really uh, respect special operators because they, they have that discipline in their life that, that I, mm-hmm. I feel like um, is important. That's something that I preach to my coaches. So I've been drawn to that. So I'm reading this book of his journey and his testimony, if you will. And uh, and other books like that, but I really haven't spent a ton of time just actually in the Bible. And I think that's, you know, where the answers definitely um, reside. So
0: it's, I find it interesting hearing you say that, like, you know, the answer or Mm -hmm. the action to take yet. There's a part of you, right? Your heart is like, yes, that's the thing. Go do it, do it, get it. (laughs) And then our head, right. Our brain muddles everything and yeah. just blocks it like you said really just excuses yeah like what's what's the um what's the secret fear possibly that you have of taking that action
1: yeah that's a good that's a good one i think i kind of asked myself that too and i'll just be honest and answer what it probably is to me in my head it's um, i really can respect people that that are just very open about their faith and i think there's probably something there of taking that stand and and uh it's i i realize like how crazy or stupid or dumb it probably really is but just the fact to really fully own it and go all in and maybe there's some things there where you it feels like well i can't continue to do this this or this not that any Uh, one of whatever those this this and this would be would be all that big and crazy but I guess it's a way of if I was really to go all in you know maybe it's a feeling of having to be perfect which I know isn't Hmm. and giving up certain things that maybe you do now that you feel like wouldn't be very Christ-like it's also I guess more so what I was getting to though as well as the fact that I respect people that are very open about it and not being at that place where I feel like, I guess it's kind of a, you know, what would other people think? Right. Does that make sense?
0: It does. Yeah. I think you said that very uh, genuinely and transparently and BC nation, as you're listening right now, maybe there's something that nature said that you really resonate. Maybe your heart knows exactly the action You could take, you secretly want to take, um, but you don't take. And then what, what happens? Like guilt starts to creep in. I really should do that. Sometimes the guilt, when it stacks, it turns to shame or, you know, some other strong emotions. And then it really just builds like this wall, um, between you and that, that very thing that could give you that freedom or take you to that next level
1: yeah you know the other thing that comes to mind too is and i've talked about this maybe with just a few people maybe yeah, but there's the stereotypical christian uh, man that, that that i don't resonate with like
0: um, what does he look I mean, like
1: yeah maybe <laughs> this is good this, this be-
0: say it say it we all <laughs> we all know it like say it. it's
1: like it's the non uh in my mind, it's and it's this doesn't mean that it's true, but it's the non-manly man. It's the it's it's the the guy that's like super pure. And then there's always questions of like, uh, is this guy really this guy or is he like? And then putting on that front and that face in church, and who am I to say that he is or not? I would tend to say that he probably is a little bit more that way. Um, but it's just like, yeah, so I'm okay, so I'm in the sports, I was in the military. Um, I I just don't, I don't know, it's just when I'm around those folks that, that have that conviction and that faith, it's not that they're bad people, they're great people, it's just that I don't necessarily have a lot in common with them, I guess, in a way. And yeah. so it's like, you feel like you don't fit in. I completely get that.
0: And I think you're speaking on behalf of a lot of guys listening right now that are manly dudes, very masculine, right? Not this lie of the enemy, toxic masculinity, which isn't even a thing that exists. Right. But like masculine guys that you know watch guy movies, do guy things, like physically master their self, right? Their bodies, condition themselves, etc. Um, And I agree with you. Like that used to frustrate me. I would see a lot of the uh, top Christian influencers occurred as the, well, the male Christian influencers occurred as effeminate. Um, Just a little more soft, delicate. (laughs) Uh, My buddy called daffodils, right? Just, and that's not to put them down. It's, they just have more, that's just how God created them. Right. And they're using their gifting to do really amazing, powerful, wonderful things. That's not the problem. They're not the problem. They're actually stepping into the gap, into the breach and manning the wall. Right. And us masculine guys that occur very just right. Guy, guys we're sitting there looking at them and go, Oh, they're not my type. Sorry. Yeah. I'm not going to go man that wall with you. Meanwhile, the enemy's breaking it in, right? Your kids are at risk. Their kids are at risk. And we use this as an excuse because, and I'm not calling you out. I'm saying this is a common theme, right? No, I can definitely
1: see that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've done this myself and it's like, eventually we just have to ask ourselves the question, Am I in, like, or am I all out? Yeah. Because I'm,
1: the I'm worst thing is to be in person, the middle, right? I'm, not, I'm like straddling that line, right? <laughs> so. But but know, it's it's no, it's not.
0: Yeah, it's, it's it's worse.
1: It's worse than just choosing one or the other,
0: isn't it? Yeah. Jesus says, right? He spits out the lukewarm. He said, choose yeah. a side. Like he tells us to choose a side, and and for all us men out there and women included. So many of us, and I think if we had to do an 80-20 rule, 80% of the Christian male world is walking that thin line of lukewarm and not choosing a side. And we have 50,000 different reasons why. You mentioned maybe one or two of them, right? Oh, I don't really resonate with those pastor types. Yeah. Okay. But at the end of the day, it's like God's looking at us and he's saying, you're my son. I've adopted you in, I've given you my authority over this world. What are you doing with it? Mm-hmm. It's one thing to dominate your physical self. That's fantastic. It's, it's good. And I'm speaking to myself here, right? <laughs> As I'm saying that, um, and it's another thing to dominate your mental self, right. And to win in business, crush it, kill it, etc. But it's entirely critical, like mission critical, that we dominate our spiritual self because the spiritual part of us is the only thing that lives on eternally. And we're putting all our focus on the two things that are going to die away when, and be worm food quickly. Right. Yeah. Like speak to that. What shows
1: up for you in that Nate? Um, Yeah. I mean, it's, it's when you put it that way, right. It's, I guess it's the same reason that a lot of people will you know i talk with my clients all the time about self-sabotage which is you know why I can't why do i continue to eat the foods i don't want to why do i not work out when you know, when i want to why do i continue to drink the alcohol when i know that it's not serving me or, or whatever right what's a self-sabotaging uh, habit because of the the payoff is that the immediate instant payoff is greater than than the down the road cost that's much greater but we can't see it so we just like ah either that's not going to happen to me or Hmm. or it's so far out i have time to change my ways um so i think that's really probably just hit that on the head for myself it's the same thing it's like and i just want to continue to live this way and uh now and i will you know I'll, i'll change later or or yeah, it's just the, the, the living life my way um, in the here and now seems to be maybe more satisfying than a, than a strong relationship with Christ. Um, mm. Yeah, it sounds bad, but... <laughs> it's It's what's
0: so. It's yeah. what's real. Yeah. And you know what? I just want to acknowledge you publicly in front of all our listeners across the world. Nate Bailey, you're heroic (laughs) for you to speak so real, so flat, so transparently uh, and not try to look good Yeah. and just say what's so and say, Hey, here's what I'm saying. I want, but here's not what I'm doing. And here's why. And to own that, like just to take ownership, you know, that military guy, you got to take ownership of what's my part in this thing. This mission, mm-hmm. right? What's my part in my family, leading my family? What's my part in leading my business, et cetera? You've done this in all these areas. And you know what life was like before you were doing taking leadership in these areas, right? It wasn't a road you – you said it very clearly. It wasn't working.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: It wasn't working. And you stepped in because you hit a bottom, I'm guessing, where you're like, dude, what the heck, man? This isn't working. I got to do something. Yeah. But so many times in our spiritual life, we, we, we don't get to that place or right. well, we avoid it and distract it with other things so that we never see, hey, this isn't working. Yeah. So if you were being just continuing in this courage that you're obviously displaying here, is there something you'd like to take on like a personal challenge You're a challenge guy? You offer challenges to all, all, all your men that you coach and stuff. Is there a challenge you'd like to take on say for the next 30 or 40 days, right. To develop a new habit of sort to really grow your spiritual life. And if not, it's totally fine to say, no, I'm not ready I'm not, for that. It Joseph. definitely
1: is. That's a conversation that I have with myself often, but um, what's the challenge, Joseph? got it
0: we can speak offline about it if you like Um, but yeah this is like this is what I get to do right you do like physical um, boot camps with men I do spiritual boot camps with men like and women too right so it's pretty cool that what's that
1: (laughs) I said we should join forces that'd be a good combo
0: that could be a really great combo for sure I agree with you (laughs) And it's like, I just look at how God puts people together, right? And you were invited through another buddy um, yeah. to be on the show. Here we are, right? You're there at a rental property, hunting yeah. and fishing, you know, <laughs> but jumping on, you know, this number one podcast and just getting real about what's real. And dude, that's awesome because you're giving words to our listeners right now. They didn't know how to articulate what they were struggling with. Yeah, just, I
1: appreciate that. Hopefully, hope so. I just... um yeah, I don't look at it
0: that way. Maybe that's just That's but, okay. That's just a blind spot. I see yeah. it. Yeah. You you just gave words to people's pain, dude. Yeah. Cuz that's a that's a it's an irritation. Yeah. You know? So, anyway, I just really appreciate that uh BC Nation we're speaking with. Nate Bailey, you can find him at natebailey.org. Um and man, this is what leadership looks like. I have a three uh word definition for leadership, Nate you go first. That's it.
1: What's my three word leadership? Oh, no, you I'm go saying first. that's it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's, absolutely. Love that. that's
0: leadership, right? You're a military guy. You go yeah. first. How do you lead a, a group of guys? You go first. Yeah. Show them how it's done. You take the bullet, right? You, you run yeah. at it. You lead your family. You go first. You don't put it on your wife to be the spiritual leader of the home. You go first, right? This absolutely. is leadership. And I just, again, acknowledge you for going first today. Um, yeah. in this conversation and, and just owning it and saying man okay there's definitely an area here that God just agitated um, yeah. throughout conversation and dude what a gift yeah. what a gift what a blessing man that's how you know you you're loved
1: recognize the gift while you're in it right um, to take advantage of it so
0: so cool so I'll give you a small little challenge not to leave you hanging there um, your heart already knew so Uh, to put yourself in the word. I challenge you for the next uh, 40 days, four zero, 40 days. um, That's the biblical number of testing. Like if you want real relationship with God, that's how God tests. Are you here just to get something or do you actually want relationship with me? Right. That's, that's the thing I had to go through it too, but I challenge you a very small challenge. Um, Read five minutes in the word every morning for the next 40 days. And you could pick what day you start that. But 40 consecutive days in a row, no reasons, no excuses. You just block out the time. Nothing gets around that time. Like you actually put God first for five yeah. minutes. Is that something you'd be willing to take yeah, on?
1: Absolutely. I, yeah, I look forward to that. Yeah? Yeah.
0: That's so awesome, man. Yeah. BC Nation, sometimes we just need to be challenged by someone else. Yeah. To do the very thing our heart knew we wanted to do anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Isn't that cool, Nate? I love it. And I have guys and gals challenging me often, you know, the same thing. And I put myself in that, that position, but BC nation, what Nate did and he didn't ask directly, but that was a, Hey, this area of my life, not really working as best as I want it to be. I need help. I don't really have a guy or a gal to really coach me in this area. And it's like, as men, we don't ask for help. We just stay in the pain. It's absolutely absurd. And then we watch other men do it. And we're like, dude, what are you doing? Just ask for help. I want to help you, bro. I'm your bro. And they're like, yeah, what about you? It's so interesting. Nate, um, speak to us about uh, some of the things that, well, actually, let me ask you this. Your challenges to other men. What have you seen has been the biggest, uh, most unanimous problem that men in general have, uh, faced or, or really
1: resisted overcoming in their lives? Yeah. And, well, um, I do actually, I know on my website, it, it looks like I focus on men, but, uh, that's cause it ha- needs to be updated, but I, it's uh, kind of where I started when I left my business partner, uh, earlier in the year, I do work with men and women, but, um, you know, In in men and women really aren't that much different from from the coaching that I've done with them over the last three and a half years. But um, but men in general, for sure. Like you said, you touched on it already, right? They have a hard time asking for help. Uh, there's a lot of posturing. Posturing, uh, yeah, I think as well, which is, you know, probably when I look back at myself, I always try to speak for myself versus others. Um, same thing with my my journey or lack of a journey uh, with God is is a big piece of posture that's probably inside of that. And, uh, you know, there's a big piece of remembering, seeing yourself like I did myself as the 20 year old fit, best shape of my life, football player with everything going right and it's 20 years later and I'm not even close to that person but yet for some reason I still choose to see myself that way right so sometimes uh thinking you you got it all figured out or that if you had to go and ask somebody that that's a weakness and uh so, so many things that get in the way and then there's just a lot of times just a lack of you're doing the best that you can and you, and that can be frustrating because it's it's not good enough to get you where you want to go um, cause it, like you said, in the very beginning, just a lot of things with the blind spots, there's a lot of things we don't know that we don't know. We don't realize it. And, uh, but again, I think that that goes hand in hand with, with men and women, but yeah, probably more so specifically with, with men than anything. Um, yeah. yeah.
0: Would you also agree that, uh, sometimes we stay at this same place in our life. We just kind of plateau, but we're still putting in the effort, but maybe we're using the wrong strategies. We're using strategies that don't actually work, but so what do we do? Well, it's not working, so let me apply more force or let me just work more hours. But meanwhile, we're using broken strategies.
1: Would you agree with that? Yeah, a ton. You know, I talk a lot about that inside of the physical piece because again, 100 mile runs or 52 hour events, it's, I choose those because of what it does for me. And all other areas of life, like to be successful in, in that area, to, dry, to drive my body, to push it, continue to push it, to see what I'm capable of, you know, there is there is a work that's required for that. There's, you can't, you can't, there's no substitute for the miles, right? If you're going to run hundred miles, but you haven't trained, you're not going to make it. You're not going to do it. So how can I do that? How can that drive and fuel my body to have the energy and the focus to be with my family the way I, they deserve me to be? And that i want to be and how can i also still be inside of my business to grow and fulfill uh, at the level that i want to uh, so the physical piece of that really does drive that for me and um if but like less is often more right i've seen many just think that all right if this works then if i do a little bit more the next time then it must work even better and i think we just want to make things complex when the key is really in the simplicity of doing things that need to be done correctly and efficiently uh, with the time that we have to get where we want to go. Often we can do, we can accomplish way more with, with much less than we think.
0: I agree with you completely. And BC nation, I would say it this way, right? Just to piggyback on what you're saying, Nate, is that if I wanted to, I told you offline that I do not like running long distance, right? Yeah. I, I like more wind sprints. So like you doing these hundred K's is like, that's a foreign language to me. Right. Yeah. But if I wanted to do that, say I was overweight physically and I wanted to do something extreme, would I go and try to figure it all out myself, how to run a hundred K. Or would I go to a guy like you that I'm connected with, who's already done it successfully many times over and say, dude, what are your winning strategies? Mm -hmm. Give me those. I'd be willing to pay you for them if I really wanted it bad enough, right? To me, that's the better play. And I think it's the same in the spiritual space as well, right? There are spiritual strategies that work. And then there's ones that don't. Right. And it just takes a whole lot of work and guys tap out because they're not using the right strategies. This is what I teach people is here's the right strategies I've used successfully. All my clients use successfully. And here it gets you that result. And it's not as hard as you think.
1: Right. Right. I mean, it goes, you know, just to the challenge that you gave to me, right? Five days every morning for 40 days in the Bible, like five minutes. People, yep. You want to just pour themselves, like go all in, which is, you know, I think a lot of us will do that. We will we'll throw, we'll thrust ourselves all the way in. Like t- you want to lose weight. So you get rid of everything in your house and you like, you just totally go all in, but it's just way too much. And it doesn't last, you know, but we, but I can do five minutes a day. And I bet those five minutes a day actually, um, are are incredibly powerful five minutes that are life-changing if you really commit to it. And it's very simple. Um, And some days, five days, five minutes might turn into 30, but you know, if you keep it at a minimum of five five minutes a day, um, I know that it will be life altering and changing, so. It's awesome.
0: All right. We're going to get running here. We're speaking with Nate Bailey. You can find him at natebailey.org. Nate, welcome to my favorite part of the show. Welcome to the confession round. I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. Are you ready, sir? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. What's your favorite thing about God?
1: (laughs) Uh, Wow. Um, that, uh, that he's his
0: grace, his grace. Yeah. I get that. What's your least favorite thing about God? Uh, probably a lot of
1: misunderstanding.
0: Yeah. (laughs) What are you most afraid of?
1: Hmm. Um, you know, I have three kids, 12, 10 and eight. Missing, like, missing out on, on the time that I have with them before they go out on their own.
0: Yeah, I get that. I believe we're all struggling with uh, something at any given moment of our life. It's just part of being human. What are you currently struggling with right now, either professionally or personally?
1: Yeah, well, I, I made the move in May, I think it was, to go completely uh, to leave my business partner and and start a fresh. Business one hundred percent of my own inside of the coaching world and and so it's just a constant it's constantly there of growing that providing for my family uh, through some extremely difficult times
0: had'd you know the pandemic was headed your way? Would you have made that move and jumped still
1: i mean just we were in, we were in the middle of it
0: right okay, there you go. how'd yeah. you known it lasts this long though right yeah and yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, got it. What did you spend way too much time doing this past year?
1: Again, because of the decision I made and the pressures to produce, uh, I've, I've spent more time in my business than I've wanted to, but at the same time I felt like it's kind of been a necessity because I, I do need to provide. Mm-hmm. So it's a battle there.
0: It can be. What do you wish you had learned sooner about God?
1: Say, I would say, uh, hmm. I'm not sure, you know, I would have to do, I guess what's, what's rolling around my head is just, you know, I suppose I wish I would have had somebody to step into my life to help me get some answers that I'm still dealing with today. Um, maybe step someone stepped in to, to, to get to know him. Um, much much earlier in life, but at the same time, I feel like I don't know. Sometimes, maybe there's a reason that it all happens the way it happens.
0: Maybe now's your time. Yeah. What's a new habit you want to create in your life?
1: Um, the one that we that we talked about. Uh,
0: getting into the word.
1: Getting into the word on a daily basis.
0: look at that God just gave you the challenge right here live on the show got what you wanted what's a bad habit you want to break sir
1: um you know with with uh COVID and with the new business and with all the other convenient excuses uh not having the races which has really driven me up. um I'm excited to get back on track physically and to where I was probably at the beginning of the year Yeah,
0: get that. Pick three words to describe who you are now.
1: Um,
0: Big three, huh? I am a leader. I am a leader. leader. I love it. Pick three words to describe who you were before. Uh, Well, uh, typically I said before you experienced God in your life, in a real relationship.
1: Uh, I was
0: lost. I was lost. Love it. And last question, if you could come back to life after you died, look your family and friends, your wife, your kids in the eye, give them only one piece of advice about everything. What would you say to them?
1: (laughs) Excuse me. Um, Well, that's a tough one. Yeah, it would would be something around really just like, live life, go after what it is that you want to go after. And, you know, recognize that there's no guarantees. Life is, can, is short can be over in a second and uh, to just be present. Yeah. Be present and live life.
0: Got it. Any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about moving about growing spiritually versus not?
1: Um, I think, you know, even though I'm still really, as we've we, we've talked, you know, I'm still in, inside of this journey of figuring this out for myself and finding that relationship with Christ. But um, I know there have definitely, absolutely been times when I've when I've felt more connected, and I've and I've felt things happen in my life that were uh, the hands of God, and and I've seen some times when I've been significantly off the path and, and very disconnected, and and. Uh, hmm. As obvious as that probably is well to have those realizations and to know which path you should be on um, it's uh you know can, it it, all, it does come down to our conversation of being intentional and, and you know you have the questions go, go get the answers and we, we know where to go to find them and oftentimes we just don't do it so go, go get those answers go do those things that you know that that are required to to have that relationship.
0: BC Nation, go do those, those requirements, go get those answers, go to the people you already know who have the answers, who have the winning strategies. They're right there in front of you, go get it. And Nate, what's the best way for BC Nation to get in touch with you if they so choose?
1: Yeah, the easiest way would just uh, go check me out on my website, natebailey.org. You can connect with me there just about everywhere. Uh, the two main social platforms that I'm on, our um, Facebook and Instagram, but yeah, natebailey.org. You can find out everything I'm up to and contact me there.
0: Fantastic, Nate. Thank you for being on Broken Catholic. I wish you God's love, peace, and joy in your life, sir.
1: Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Cheers.
0: BC Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your life without building faith in your business.